Want to support the show and get free stuff while you do so? Go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Wow, look what I found. Oh, no. Mom, put the gun down. It's dangerous. No, it's not. It's a toy. It's like Michael used to have when he was a little boy. Laura! I'm just kidding. Laura, that is a loaded gun. Put it down. You're just trying to scare me. I don't want to play with you anymore. Bang, bang, you're dead! Okay. Okay, sweetheart. You win. I'm dead. Do something. Like what? You're the shrink. Student shrink? Marion. Mom! Yes, darling? We're gonna play something else now. Remember when we used to play house? I don't want to play that anymore. I want to play what Michael and I used to play. Laura, goddammit, this is not a game! Our son is dead! No. Richard is... dead! Dad! Holy shit! The bitch shot me in the leg! Is he hurt? Watch a few movies, take a few notes. It was fun. <laughs> you know when you're driving to the same destination every year for decades and then one year you decide to take the rural route for a change of scenery all while you're running late, it's pitch black out and you have no idea where you're going? Anyone? Well, what about getting so lost on a single road that you never have the inclination to turn around? Like, ever. Still no? Well, what if each person in the car slowly gets killed off one by one by some mysterious supernatural force, all while you're just trying to get to a lame family Christmas party? Eh? Told you this movie was relatable. So get ready for our next installment for our spooky holidays, as tonight, the Dolls discuss 2003's Dead End. And now, the Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. guys, welcome back to the Dolls of Horror podcast, the spot to feed your tormented addiction. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And we're on installment number two of our holiday spooky season. Ooh, so festive. I know, <laughs> it's so great. Jamie, this was your pick now. It was. And man, like, I wish I remembered, like, who exactly it was who recommended it to me. Because it was like a while back where somebody was like, well, you should check out Dead End as part of your Christmas horror, you know, viewing. And I just never got around to it. But when I saw the cast on this thing, you know, our leads, I was like, okay, you know, I count me in. It looks different, you know. Uh, definitely not like your Santa Claus is everywhere kind of Christmas movie. But, you know. That cast. Right. Oh my gosh. Yes. A small but great cast, by the way. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I had never seen this movie like you. This was a new watch, but I had started it because it was in my continue watching. But I don't remember when I started it. Way back, apparently. Because wow. I don't remember ever starting this movie. I probably just started it so it would be put in that queue. And I meant to pick it up again, and I never did. Yeah. And I'm so sorry I haven't seen this before now. So thank you for bringing this movie into my life, Jamie, and whoever it was that recommended it. 
I know. And if, if you are listening out there, if it was you, I'm sorry, I don't remember. But um, thank you and tell me it was you. Yeah, speak up. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve proper credit. Say something already. Come on. <laughs> I had so much fun on this one. I, I really, really did. I mean, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. And I was like, good, good pick, Jamie. <laughs> I know. I thought so, too. I was really proud of myself as I was watching it. I'm like, you know, all right, this is pretty good. Like, it's got some early 2000s kind of humor in it, which was fun. And I I love, like, a small um, cast in, like, a small setting. And most of the time, they're just in the car. Yep. Either in the car or wandering around the yep. same road. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay, guys, for those of you who have not seen Dead End from 2003, right? Yes. Here is the synopsis. Spoilers up the wazoo on this one. Yes, many spoilers ahead. A Christmas Eve road trip shortcut turns out to be a big uh (laughs) uh-oh. Pretty much. Yep. Whoops. (laughs) Yeah, big whoops. Yeah. Um, Written and directed by... Jean-Baptiste Andrea and Fabrice Canipia. Help. Sounds right to me. Works for me. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I know I got that way wrong. Everyone knows I'm bad at pronouncing names unless you say it to me. So I tried. Starring Lin Shay, Ray Weiss, and Alexandra Holden. Oh, my God. I love these guys. I love these guys. I do, too. So very much. I do, too. (sighs) I can't wait to talk about her cast because I got some things that's going to make you happy. <laughs> Specifically one thing that's going to make you very, very happy. Okay. I'm excited because there are there was a lot of things on the actor list that made me happy. So I'm very excited to hear what your happy is. It's my for happy me. for you, really. Yeah. It's like this is a gift to you. And you probably already oh, read it. So you probably okay. already know. But I'm excited anyway. <laughs> I'm excited too. Okay. <laughs> so before we get to that, though. We need to kick it off with our favorite kill. Jess, don't worry. If you fall, you'll die real fast. Thanks, Charlie. Well, this one wasn't too kill heavy. And we don't see what happens a lot of the time. We really don't. Mm -mm. So we probably have the same one. So what you got? Is it Richard, the brother? I think his name is Richard. You know what? He's my runner up. Oh, okay. Well, Richard is my favorite. Because That's awesome, the girl makes out with him and like bites off his face, like his lip kind of, and then um, you see his arm all fucked up and dead. So I picked <laughs> him. Now I'm really curious to hear who you picked. I loved that one though because I love it how she's just like eating his face off, like literally, and he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, "What's going on?" And his his lips flapping loose, and he's yeah. Just- and his Ugh. whole, like, front of his face is missing, like, right here, yeah. like, in his lip area. And it's, like, obviously he's in, like, a trance, you know, and can't, yep. like, it, which, anyway, they're twist, twist all the way in this movie. But oh he's in, like, a trance and he doesn't too. know. I know. I have a huge list of twists. I know. <laughs> so good. Okay. My my winner goes to our girl, Lin Shay. Um, it was the other gore kill. This, or there wasn't a lot of gore in this movie. Some of yeah. it was just implied, and maybe you saw something after the fact. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved how she's like, my head hurts a little bit, but I'm fine. And then her like brains coming out of her back, of her mm-hmm. head. 
it was and she's so like good. touching it and it's like oh yes. stop touching it and she's like touching yes. it touching it touching it <laughs> yes it was great it was great i loved it it made me happy richard's kill also made me happy and of course that was the first one i wrote down because he's the first one i said oh okay that one's really really good yeah so if i mm -hmm. can't find anything else that's going to be the one but now lynn lynn got it for me and it's not necessarily the effects that made it my favorite it's her and ray and Alexandra's performance that made it my favorite. Totally, because at that point, like Lynn is like off the deep end. Um, yeah, she, everybody's got a little bit of jingle shock, as I called it, um, <laughs> by that point of the movie. So you know, we've been seeing like Lynn kind of like just coming apart as a character mm -hmm. before, like leading up to this, and of course, her and Ray are like fighting, like pretty much back and forth, like almost the whole time. Um, yep. So yeah, it was a good moment. That was a great moment. That was so good. Oh, wow. Okay. Moving right along to a fashion moment. So many looks. <laughs> yeah, looks. Not a lot of fashion in this one. <laughs> I, I struggled hard on this one. I did. I did. <laughs> but what, what you got? Okay. Well, since I only wrote down a couple items during the whole movie, I'm going with... Marion's long gray coat because it was oh, nice. Okay, okay. There you go. So it's like my pick is literally just a just a a gray coat. Um, you could wear it any anywhere at any time in a car. Not a whole lot to it, but it is nice and it looked warm. Yeah, my winner also <laughs> is Marion, but it's it's more of her turtleneck pencil skirt. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. look. Um, you know, that to me, aside from the cell phone, that was the only thing that dated this movie really badly. And I would wear that today, and I wore that back then. Oh, yeah. It's definitely cute. I would wear something like that today. I almost chose her makeup because I really liked her makeup. It was her very frosty, early 2000s. Her frosty, frosty eyes. <laughs> her yes, frosty lips. And her lips. And I, I almost picked that because I was like, that I was like, as far as aging, I'm like, oh yeah, that is like early 2000s makeup, frosty makeup look for sure. And I am here for it. I love it. She looks so beautiful in it. I remember the frost, man. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, runner up goes to the man in black. Oh, the yeah. End. Mm -hmm. You know, always handsome Steve Valentine. Love that guy. And he looked great as always is is our man in black yeah you look good mm-hmm best hair how's my hair hurricane proof hey it's all about the hair it is it's all about the hair what you got so this one um i also had a little there wasn't a whole lot of options but i have to say um it's marion's cute you know blonde kind of like bob her hair was just so cute it was very pretty over i mean i just think she's gorgeous and so cute so she gets it i mean i really like Lynn, lynn's hair as well because she always looks adorable too oh good choices my winner goes once again to steve valentine our man in black Mm -hmm. I've always loved his hair, especially from that era. You know, it's black, he's pale, it's a beautiful contrast, and it always looks good. For so, sure. Runner up to Our Lady in White, though. Ooh, those curls are great. I know, she's got gorgeous hair. Oh, jealous. I am no. jealous. For sure. <laughs> yep. Okay, prop we would like to own. I brought something out from my tree. Where did you get that? 
have a list. <laughs> okay, I have two that I narrowed it down to. What you got? Because I got like five. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'll go with my, like, the thing I want the most of all. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I definitely, when I saw it, I was like, yes, that's what I want for sure. Um, so I have to give it to the boyfriend's cell phone that has the ear hanging <laughs> off of it. And I remember even noticing in the car, I remember noticing his little hoop earring, you know, um, yeah. that he was wearing. And then yeah. like, it's on the ear that's on the cell phone, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That's what I want. I want the cell phone with the ear. Has to have the ear though. Ha- oh, has to, has to. <laughs> Otherwise it's just an old phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's your runner-up? My runner-up is uh, the things I want to do when this is over list. Um, the the finished version at the end that we get where it says, like, be an awesome grandpa, I think. And then it says, buy an Atari, you know, and a lot of games. Um, so I would love that, too. <laughs> I love that so much. Also, that was part of my list. Mm-hmm. And I had I a feeling. I got six. So that okay. was one of them. Okay. okay. My winner definitely goes to the marcot sign nice Mm -hmm. i think that would be a fun piece to display i think it would be fun like i would like to do is to create a backstory with the sign and tell the story as if it actually happened to people i like that too Mm -hmm. always (laughs) um (laughs) oh gosh okay so i would really enjoy having that animal skull that was hanging on the wall of the cabin Mm-hmm. It was good. It was pretty good. I would love the old phone that was in the cabin. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was R- good. Really was into the phone. Um, oh, look, I have yours also. I, I called it Brad's phone with the guts, please. There we go. See, it was good. I don't think I, I pinpointed that as an ear. I think I just called it guts. Oh, yeah, because he picks up the ear yeah. off the ear at one point, And then Got Lin Shay is like, put that down. That's dirty. <laughs> oh, Lynn. <laughs> oh, Lynn. I know. Um, my my final though <laughs> is Lynn's drawing that she made of Brad with his leg that was hanging out. Oh yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I awesome. would love I would love to display that as well. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, those are good props. <laughs> so good. My prop list was great for this one. I was I was cracking myself up and very amused when I was yeah. making that list. There was a and lot I, to like in this movie, like a lot more than I like I thought that there might be, honestly. Same. Same. Yeah. I went into this with low or zero expectations, mm-hmm. as I do with most new movies, just because yeah. I don't want to be let down. Exactly. And wow, was I not let down. Yeah. Man. Okay. Epic line. Boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit because it's definitely getting chiseled on your tombstone. What you got? Okay, so there were a lot of good lines in this. I narrowed it down to three, um, but there were a lot more good lines out there. Um, okay, so I will start with my um, my last runner up. Um, I just like the delivery of this line. It's Our Lady in White when she's in the car with the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he's like holding the baby and, you know, she's saying that he's cold. And then she says, don't worry, she's dead. Mm. It's Amy. Hmm? My little girl. Her name is Amy. 
Oh. She's so cold. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's freezing in here. Here, you hold her. No, no, I'm a, I'm not really a baby kind of guy. <laughs> uh, how does she breathe with all this blanket on her face? Don't worry. She's dead. <laughs> At that point, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that was one of those moments where it's like, what? What's happening right now? There was a few of those in this movie for sure. We'll get to that. And I thought to myself, <laughs> can I just say, I thought to myself in that moment or the whole time she was holding the baby, I said, they could have made that baby look a little bit more real. It really looks like she's holding a brick. I but, know. I was going to say that yeah. too. The baby looks, you know, a little off. But... Like a doll, like dead. But now yes. I realize maybe that was actually on purpose because it was supposed it to be dead. dead. Plot twist. There we go. <laughs> um, go so I liked that moment. Um, and then, okay, I think my next one, um, it is towards the end and it has to do with that prop I want about the list of things I want to do when this is over. When Ray starts talking about, um, what he wants to do, or he says, I want to do something cool. I want to buy an Atari and a bunch of video games. What are you writing? Things I want to do when this is over. You want me to help you? Yeah. What about uh, playing bridge? How old do you think I am? Oh, I want to do something, <laughs> you know, cool. I want to buy an Atari computer and a bunch of video games. Oh, if you want to do something cool, then I'd go for the PlayStation. What's that? Never mind. Atari's cooler anyway. Oh, and, uh... Maybe buy some of those Marilyn Bronson CDs. Manson. Manson. <laughs> Cute I little callback. I love how he said an Atari computer. <laughs> I know. And then when he's talking about like how old do you think he I am and he goes with an Atari, but it's 2003, you know? Yes. So it's like, okay, dad. Um, I also really love the callback to the Marilyn Manson quote from yeah. the beginning where he's like, you know, asking me, where's my Marilyn Bronson CD? And he's like, Marilyn Manson. And he's like, I don't care who she is. <laughs> Marilyn? A guy? <laughs> You know. Um, anyway, um, so love that. Um, but my favorite line of all, and I feel like it's so cheesy, but it's the holiday season, y'all. So it was giving me the holiday feels. And it's when Ray says, talk about a merry fucking Christmas. What is it now? I can't stop thinking about Diane. How are we going to tell her about Brad? He was our responsibility. I don't want to worry about that now. I just want to figure out some goddamn way to get out of here, all right? I'm sorry. Talk about a merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Those are great. Um, my list was pretty long. Okay. There's a lot of good lines in this one. There are, and I was mm -hmm. not expecting that. Mm -hmm. But we start off with a bang. We start off... And we just mentioned it, so I just want to go ahead and play it. The Marilyn Manson opening. Oh, mother hates it when we're late. Well, I told you we should have left earlier. You know, it's the same damn thing every year. It's always, where are my blue shoes, dear? Or, Dad, I can't find my Marilyn Bronson CD. Uh, 
Marilyn Manson. Well, whatever her name is. Uh, she's a guy, Dad. Marilyn? A guy? <laughs> I just had to, I, we talked about it. I had to play it. It was great. Yes. I loved it. It made me smile. It made me laugh. Me too. <laughs> so good. And that comes 30 seconds into the movie. Yeah, I know. I wrote that one down initially. Mm -hmm. That's how we opened this movie. I said, oh, this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. But now on to my my real lines. Um, Okay. My second runner-up, my number three, comes from the brother when he says, hey, relax, buddy. Just breathe slowly through your nose and deeply out your ass. Or something like that. No signal. Okay. Well, we just passed a cabin. Maybe there's a phone. Richard, be a gentleman and make room for her, okay? Why don't you let Brad be the gentleman? What's your problem, man? Hey, hey, relax, buddy. Just breathe in slowly through your nose and out deeply through your ass. Richard! (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So funny. Ten minutes in, guys. Ten minutes in. Yep. (laughs) Okay. My first runner-up, my number two is the most obvious statement that people should make in horror films way more often. And that is, will you say something for once? Yeah, I think we better get out of here. Richard, I am fed up with your stupid jokes. Look, it wasn't me this time, I swear. Richard, we do not have time. Jesus Christ, I'm telling you the truth, you fucking assholes. Would you say something for once? Yeah. I think we better get out of here. People need to say that in these movies more often and sooner. They might be okay if they did. Just saying. Yeah, they should also probably say things like, hey, how about we don't split up right now? Fact. Yep. (laughs) Never. If we are ever in a horror situation and you guys say let's split up, I'm going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa there, Scooby-Doo. Like, let's (laughs) not do that. I would be like, haven't you seen one of these movies before? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. We we know what's up. There's going to be no splitting up here. <laughs> okay, my winner is a two-parter. If we could just play them both as one, that would be swell. And right. I just simply call it um, Mama Loses Her Marbles, parts three and four. <laughs> What? What? No! 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 This is one of his jokes, isn't it? Come on, you are just like your father. You remember the time that he took me to New Orleans? We never went to New Orleans. Well, of course not. You're not his father. What? They're waving. Oh my goodness, why do they look so sad? This is Christmas Eve. Smile! They teach you what to do in this kind of a situation? Not to panic. (laughs) Frank, do you really need to suck on that bottle like that? Oh! Frank! It's Janine! Quick, stop the car! Who is Janine? She's my friend! Who died 20 years ago. Yes, and and what exactly is your point? She's dead. So? So drop it! Well, if the dead are alive, maybe we should check on Richard. Are you crazy? 
Why, you think he's comfortable stuffed in the back like that? Mom, if he was alive, don't you think we would hear him? Your brother was burned alive. How could he talk? Shut up, Laura! Easy, Dad. Okay. She's driving me crazy. Could I go see Janine now? No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't! Yes, I can. No, you... I'm gonna go now. I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then she just does. <laughs> so, um, so, so fun fact. Um, so listeners, usually what happens with these movies, like I don't normally get the chance to watch the movies in, in their entirety. So Summer will send me the lines. Jamie will send me her lines. And I just record the lines from, I just go to that part in the movie and grab the line. So I only get the movie in little snippets. But when I was doing Summer's lines and I got to that line, I basically, uh, all I'm going to say is my, 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 bra- my brain's first reaction was, did the landlady from Kingpin just do a barrel roll out of the car for no reason? <laughs> and I was like, I got to watch this movie because I got to know what the hell this is going on. So I literally stopped what I was doing and watched the whole movie because oh. that was just way too random. I'm like, I need to know <laughs> what the hell that was because that was just because everything I was re- experiencing up until that point was like they're they're normal people. Like so, like nothing terribly. So I was like, that's random. So like, okay, I gotta gotta watch this now. So, oh, so yeah. nice. So that's the scene that made you stop everything and watch it right away. That's yep. a huge compliment to this movie. Yep. Yeah. I literally, I, I was, I, I, I put the movie on pause. I'm like, nope, I'm gonna grab a coffee and I'm gonna watch this thing from the beginning because I need to know what the fuck that just was. <laughs> so. <laughs> Awesome. Was that when you sent me the text this morning? Pretty much, pretty much, yes. <laughs> well, I am so happy that you decided to watch this movie. So yeah. you can participate in her overall movie rating now. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do have I do have notes. Um I do have a few awesome. notes that, you know, yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Very. These are great lines. Um I love the lines in this movie. They had me rolling. I yeah. And Delivery, writing, all of it, it was perfect. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. And it really added, like, levity to a very, like, dire movie, a very dire situation. Definitely. Which I think is very important so you don't get too depressed while watching a movie like this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. It is time to talk about our actors. But before we do that, we need to take an ad break. Now there's about 20 of them out there. Whoa. Don't worry, we're safe in here. They'll never get in. Why is it that in every zombie story, people always think that their safe haven is invulnerable? I know. It's like, hello, the walkers are totally going to get in. You better get ready for it. (laughs) Diane, get behind me. No, it's not stopping. Do something, Jack. And another thing, how come nobody in a zombie story has ever seen a zombie story? Do you know how much time in human life would be saved if just one person in the group was up on the genre? What do we do? Aim Aim for for the the head. head. What? Aim Aim for for the the head. head. You heard them. Aim for the head. Quick, Diane, I think we should try and fix the barricades. I think we should listen to them. 
Now that's the first good idea they've had all episode. I still don't think they're going to make it. Aim for the Head, a weekly podcast covering the hit AMC programs The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Join hosts Diana and Steve as they recap and discuss the latest episodes. Aim for the Head, available on iTunes. You can also follow them on Facebook. You know, if our cast was more familiar with the genre, maybe they'd be better off in this movie. I'm just saying. Maybe. And now for acting. I know every face in here. I got a respect for the unknown actor. Okay. Let's lead this off with our dad, Frank, played by Ray Weiss. Can I just say, um, I... I did not realize how sexy I thought he was until this movie. I don't know why. I've seen him in plenty, but I always think of him from Twin Peaks. So I guess that's why, you know, but I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, twist, twist, Ray is kind of hot. All right. <laughs> hey, daddy. <laughs> he was very handsome in this one. Of course, yeah. we've talked about him before when we did um... Excision. Oh. He was in that one. Excision. That was yep. it. Mm-hmm. And also, before you, when we had Tori, we did Swamp Thing. And oh, oh my okay. gosh. Was he handsome in Swamp Thing or what? He's handsome. Ooh. Yeah. Very young, Ray Weiss. Also, everybody knows I am a, a big fan of Big Ass Spider. Mm-hmm. So we got that. He was also in an anthology called Twisted Tales. Okay. Uh, he did, oh, you know, Jeepers Creepers Part 2, of course. Yeah. And that's probably the first thing I think of now when I see Ray Weiss's Jeepers Creepers, too. Okay, yeah. It's up there for me. I always think Twin Peaks first, but, you know, that that comes pretty close after. You know, I wasn't a big Twin Peaks watcher, but I think I need to revisit it. Yeah, I think I need to I try s- it again. I started rewatching it not too long ago. I got to get back to it. It's not one that I can, right. like, binge, binge, binge. I have mm-hmm. to, like, give it little breaks. But, um, yeah, I've been enjoying it at- it's been a bit since I've continued that, but I should get back yeah. to it. <laughs> For sure. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and he did Butterfly Room with Heather Langenkamp. I still haven't seen that. It's it's okay. It's not bad. It's pretty good, actually. Another surprise. Um, and, you know, on the non-horror one, you know, I have to say Diagnosis Murder, of course. Mm-hmm. Right? Later on, he did 90210, both the original and the remake. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's part of the 90 family and Charmed. That's yeah, always I saw that too. You know, so fresh on my brain because I just binged that for the very first time, as everybody knows. So whenever I see that in a credit, I'm like, oh, that's right. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have Lynn Shea playing Mama, Laura. I mean, what is there to say about Lynn? We've talked about her so much on this show. She's done everything. We did. We talked about her on Nightmare on Elm Street, of course. And we talked about her on Tales of Halloween, I believe. Yep. Yeah, right? we did. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say? I will say, like, I, of course, I love her horror roles. Like, mm-hmm. she's been in plenty of great, great, great horror roles and horror movies. But, of course, I love her, like, funny side a lot, too. Um I was like thinking about something about Mary not too long ago. I just rewatched that one and she's 
fucking great in that as Magda. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's her. She's so tan in that. I forgot that's Lynn Shay. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's Lynn Shay. <laughs> um, and then um, I love Detroit Rock City. And she was giving me some Detroit Rock City vibes in this because if you've seen it, she's like the overbearing mom in Detroit Rock City, like burns their kiss tickets and everything. And there's some moments when she's like, yeah, like talking to Ray or talking to the kids where I'm like, Oh, she is giving me mom from Detroit Rock City right now, like so much. <laughs> awesome. Let me ask you, Jamie, when you see or or hear the name Lynn Shay, first thing that comes to mind, what is it? God, that's so hard. You know, I I love her in crit in critters, you know, I love her part in critters. So that mm. always comes up pretty fast for me. Same. Um and her then, mainly because of her fashion. Yes. <laughs> I think about. of yes, I think of her outfit. Like, um, so that's probably the first one for me. But because it's like such a big series, um, Insidious definitely pops up for me really quick. It might be mm. insidious at this point, just because there's a lot of it and you know, it's more current and everything. Mm -hmm. But Critters are insidious, probably. How about you? Um, you know, for me, going back, 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 even though they're smaller parts, Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven's new Nightmare, probably yeah. first thing that comes to mind for obvious reasons. Um, very small parts, but such a big part of the Nightmare family. Yeah. After that, Critters and Insidious are probably equal. Yeah. I mean, I think of her in Detroit Rock City a lot, too, just because mm -hmm. I, I love that movie so much. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely not horror, but a comedy that I really love. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. She's great, isn't she? Just love She's her. She's so great. I know I do, too. I was like, Lynn Shay is in this? Okay, what the fuck? We have to watch this. <laughs> yeah. You know who else I love? Who? Alexandra Holden, who plays Mary and the Daughter. I do, too. Adore her. Been a fan of hers for so, so so long i would say since 1996 probably 96 97 yeah she's in some that i really love again drop dead gorgeous comes up we talk about that it seems like every show <laughs> i just rewatched it not too long ago i have it on vhs thankfully it still works you know what i mean um but i i fucking love that movie so much so i was like oh oh my gosh it comes up again yes <laughs> didn't we didn't we mention that movie in last week's episode our first christmas episode I think. Oh, we might have. Sure. I'm pretty every time, sure. Every time we have a cast member from it, I bring it up because I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so good. What else you got? Um, Sugar and Spice, which yeah. I love. I love that movie. It's, I When I saw that credit, I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen that in like a long time. Like since and I, it came out. And I own it on DVD, so I have no excuse. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, OK, we all got to rewatch that because it's been a while. But I loved that one. Yeah. Um, you know, she's in Hot Chick, too, which is fun. Um, <laughs> and then um, she's in this movie that I really liked called In a World, um, another comedy yeah, but it's about this woman who's like a voice um, actor and her dad is like the guy who does the inner world like for movie trailers. So she's like in his footsteps, you know, she doesn't play the daughter, but that's what the story is about. It's really, really funny and really good. Um, but yeah, she's in that too. Amazing. Yeah. Well, for me, I've been a fan of hers ever since she was on this sitcom, short-lived sitcom. I've talked about it before, Mr. Rhodes. Oh, yeah. With Tom mm -hmm. Rhodes, the comedian, is a rebel teacher. Um, so I've been following her since since then. Uh -huh. And 
you know, shortly after that, she did the movie um, In and Out with Kevin Klein. Okay. And Debbie Reynolds and Joan Cusack. So she was in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shortly after that, the show that I love and have mentioned before once and again. Oh, yeah. Yes. So all those shows, especially Mr. Rhodes, Mr. Rhodes was like my favorite back then. It really, really was. And it had so many up and coming actors on it. If you if you look at the cast list of that show back then, you will be like, oh, yeah, I know Lindsay Sloan, Um, Sean Weiss, of course, Goldberg from, you know, Mighty Ducks. And God bless him. He looks like he's doing great nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I mean, in the adult cast members, oh, my God, I mean, you just I wish this was available for streaming available on DVD. I wish so badly that it was, but it's not. So it just kind of faded into nothingness and and it makes me sad. Yes. Yes. Anyhow, been a fan of hers since Mr. Rhodes. So when I saw her pop up in this, I was fucking thrilled. Yeah. It took me a minute, you know, where I'm like, she looks so familiar. She looks so familiar. Where do I know her from? And then when I looked, I was like, oh, duh. No wonder I recognize her face. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I mean, this is not meant to be an insult, but she is a little bit older than those things that I'd mentioned. So I recognized her right away. But you know what else hit me is, and I think it was because Ray Weiss was in it and she was in it, is she kind of reminds me, or I should say this other actress reminds me of her since the other actress is younger, I believe. Um, the girl from Jeepers Creepers 2, Nikki Acox, they have oh. a similar look almost. And they, they're both very beautiful. They're both blonde. Um, and I'm not saying they look alike, but I don't know. I think seeing her with Ray made me think of Nikki Acox a little bit. I can see that. Yeah. Of Jeepers Creepers 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, Alexander's great. Love her. Ugh. Next, the boyfriend, Brad, William Rosenfeld. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, credited as Billy Asher. Now, I'm not familiar with this guy. He had eight roles, and I wasn't familiar with any of them. You know, um, there's one that I've heard of, but I still haven't seen it yet, and that's Zombie Beavers. Um, I have heard of this. It's about zombie beavers. Um, I think it's Canadian. <laughs> I might be wrong, but um, he's in that. But I haven't seen it, so I don't. I don't really know him from anything other than a thing right. I've heard of. I wish I did though, because I, I thought he was great. I wonder what he's doing nowadays. He looked like somebody I knew too, but I guess. I guess he just, like, reminded me of another actor from that time yeah. who kind of yeah. played the same character, you know, who was, like, the, like, kind of shitty, like, brother, you know, teenage brother, go yeah. bring your, you know, playboy into the forest, even though things are <laughs> kind of stressful at the moment with your parents, but. <laughs> well, actually, we're talking about the boyfriend. Oh, the boyfriend. Um, No, yeah, I didn't recognize him. Uh, okay, so the brother played by Mick Kane. Richard, the brother. Now, okay, another Jeepers Creepers tie-in almost, kind of. He was Justin Long's stand-in from Drag Me to Hell. Oh, And I can okay. see that. Can't you see that? Maybe I was thinking he was looked like Justin Long. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. So he was Justin's stand-in for that movie, and I thought that was fun. Other than that, he's been he was a staple on The Bold and the Beautiful for like nine years. In the 90s yeah. and 2000s. 
I didn't really recognize him again. He's the one who I was like, he looks like somebody I know, but maybe it was Justin Long. He does look like him. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. When I read that, I was like, oh, okay. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Our lady in white, as I called her, the ghost girl, Amber Smith. <laughs> um, you know, I did see a lot of stuff that she's done especially in the 90s she was on all those shows i watched like just shoot me and pacific blue and she did a lot of erotic thrillers mm -hmm. um uh, movies also la confidential and american beauty yep do you have anything else um she was also in how high and in private parts as well i have not seen how high i don't know about that one. Oh, yep she's in that one cool um, you know, this wasn't an actor, but I wrote it down anyway. Amy, the dead baby. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I just had a, it was a character, so I wrote it. Yeah. Um, Dr. Marcotte, Karen Gregan. <laughs> this one made me chuckle. Okay. She was in The Haunting, which I love, small part. Mm -hmm. She was also in Richard Simmons's workout video, Sweat and Shout. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. I can't say that I've seen that one, but I I can imagine it. <laughs> it filled me with joy. Oh. <laughs> it made me so happy. I was like, oh, my God. That's oh my awesome. God. Okay. On to my favorite cast member of this fucking movie is Steve Valentine playing our man in black. Yeah. Much like Alexandra Holden, been a fan of this guy since the 90s, okay? Yeah. Probably, I would say, since Promised Land, I think, was the first time I really took notice of him. Now, I think most people would recognize him most from Crossing Jordan. I wasn't a huge Jordan watcher, but I was aware that he was on it. I personally love Anger Management and Harry's Law and Providence, Will and Grace. I loved his character in Will and Grace. Oh my gosh, it was such a great episode. Um, Diagnosis Murder. He was in the Ari Gross episode. He was one of the four-parters. Remember I told you it was a four-part mm -hmm. arc? He was yeah. in one of those. Um, he had a, a, a run where he was on shows that were named after the actors that starred in them. So he was on Kristen, which was Kristen Chenoweth's show. <laughs> he Aww. was on Nikki, which was Nikki Cox's show. Oh my gosh. And he was on the Gina Davis show. <laughs> oh boy. I know. And of course, Charmed. I was thrilled when he popped up in my recent binge of that. But did you know he is like a master magician? I did not know that. Is this the surprise? <laughs> That's oh, the surprise. I didn't know he was a magician. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, been doing it for forever. I think he played a magician in Promised Land. I know he was playing a magician in one of these roles that he was in. I remember that. And that's just really like what he does. He is really a magician and performs as a magician. And yeah, I mean, yeah. And I thought of you, of course, because I know how much you love to get magicked. I love getting magic. Oh, that's so cool. Wow. I didn't I know. know he was a magician. That's cool. So now that, you know, the surprise is out for you, I'm going to start tagging you on some videos. <laughs> oh, you should. Because I'm like, now I got to see it. I got to see his magic. Yep. yep <laughs> for sure. 
Okay. Do you know Steve from anything besides all the things I just listed? Well, I definitely recognize a lot of the shows that he's been on, of course. The only other thing that I noted that you didn't mention is he has a really small part in Mars Attacks, and I love that movie. And I just rewatched it not all that long ago. So, yeah, he's in that too. Very small part, but he's in it. Yeah. I get so happy whenever he pops up into something that I'm watching. Uh, I remember when I was watching Will and Grace first run and he's he came on to the episode and I was like, oh, this is going to be a good episode. Steve's in it. You're like, I like this guy. I love this guy. He's so talented and handsome and talented. And yeah, I always love watching him. Aww. Um, Two more cast members. Because again, small cast, 11 person cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the guy credited as first worker. We've talked about him recently because he was in Hollow Man. Yep. And also... Puppet master. Yep. Right? So there was that. Um, second worker, Clement Blake. Now, he was in Legally Blonde 2. Mm-hmm. American Dreams with, with our man Peter. Minority Report. Providence. Um, another Jeepers connection. I married a monster that also had Breck the Creeper in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the show I've talked about often, the short-lived The Others, very spooky, supernatural, psychic-type show. Yeah. Did you have anything on those two guys? Uh, pretty much what you said. Um, just some episodes. You know, they were on some episodes I recognized, too. Uh, the first guy was in a Buffy episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the guy that we were, the second guy, um, he was in an episode of Freaks and Geeks. And I remember him from that because I love that show. So always got to give yeah. a shout-out if Freaks and Geeks are involved. There you go. <laughs> and unfortunately, both of these workers have passed, which was Aww. which was unfortunate. I knew Jimmy was gone. Um, Jimmy uh, passed in 2004, so it's been a while. This was shortly after this movie, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This might have been his last or one of his last roles. Probably. And then Clem- Clement, uh, we lost him in 2012. Aww. Yeah. Yep. All right. Great little cast. I love it so much. Totally. They were good. They were. Moving on to cinematography. I've, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Oh, golly. Um, I really love this movie. Yeah. It was so pretty. And unlike Sleigh Bells, this one was dark, but not too dark. To exactly. Watch, to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are your notes on cinematography? Um, okay, so I did note that, um, that that was appreciated, you know, it's, it's a, everything happens in the dark, but you can still see what's happening in the dark, which is yes. really important if your home movie is in the dark. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> I really like the moment where Lynn shoots Ray in the leg, um, and like the shot, you know, like he falls back and like the camera kind of goes up with him and like mm-hmm. up and back. Um, so it's like a. Like really dizzying kind of effect, but I thought that was so cool how they did that. Um, and then, you know, the shots from above of the road itself and the trees and the spookiness about it, almost like a fog, that was really beautiful. And then as somebody who, like, seriously, I'm pretty sure I have what they call night blindness. Um, so, like, I can't see when I drive at night. I have to go to the eye doctor, like, for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but... 
there was a lot of that in here that I was like, oh, that scares me. So like it would show like the POV of the road, but there's just a little light on the road and you see the yellow line a little bit, you know, and mm -hmm. um, when he's kind of like falling asleep at the wheel. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that got me because like the vision that you see is like how I feel on the road after like 6 wow. p.m. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I got I love all that. And then then more. So this was a very, very subtle thing, but they really used it well. And it wasn't overkill and you didn't really pay attention to it. So it was perfect. And that was this whole movie. It feels very like off kilter in some way. You don't, you know, that something is wrong mm -hmm. and something looks wrong, but you don't really know what it is. But something definitely doesn't look right and you don't know why. And I thought that was very effective and really, really good on this one. Yeah. I also loved the ghost car that's driving um, with Brad in the back window. Yeah. Yep. And then I love Brad's corpse POV mm. when they're trying to get his fucking phone. It's hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. So, um, yeah, I just, this movie was, was really nice to watch and it was really refreshing from a movie that's not like, you know, a big blockbuster theater movie. This was great. It was. And again, like I said in the beginning, kind of a different like Christmas horror movie, right? It's not like like it's not like a evil Santa or, you know, an evil turkey like Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's based mm -hmm. around Christmas. You know, they're it's a something that many families do, right? They have to drive to the family's house for Christmas dinner. But it was mm -hmm. good. It was really interesting. For sure. Absolutely. Um, okay. Moving right along to Special effects. Ooh, special effects. What was effectsy and special? <laughs> well, this movie wasn't too effectsy, but it was pretty special. It was special, not too effectsy, but no, but special. it was it was just enough for what it was, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Um, we talked about some of our effects with our kills. Did you have anything else you wanted to add on that? Let's see. I mean, for sure, my favorite moment was the was the brother's lip getting, you know, pulled off, like eaten off or whatever. Um, and I we talked about this already, too. But the brain touch of Lin Shay when she's like messing with her exposed brain. That's it's probably so like I know that's probably like my favorite moment as far as special effects go. Um, the only other thing I noted was, you know, I thought it was cool when the blood drips down on Marion from the tree at the end. That mm -hmm. looked nice. And then the body bags on the road as we're kind of getting closer to this big twist reveal. You know, I thought that looked really good, too. Yeah. So minimal, minimal effects. But like it was really more of like a kind of like a supernatural vibe to this movie anyway. Because, you know, we learn what happened at the end here. Mm. Um, so it wasn't really like a slash and hack movie. No. But, yeah. yeah. So it, lo it looked good for the minimal effects that it had. Oh, I loved it. I think it was just right for the kind of movie that this was. Totally. Like I said, it's not a slasher. So. No. <laughs> it's terrific. It's great. I don't have anything else to add on that. It wasn't very effectsy, but I was fine with that. I didn't totally. feel like I needed it. Sometimes I'm watching a movie and it's. You know, I really wish there was more kills or more gore, you know, because 
it was lacking in so many other places. You really wanted that gore to fill a void. I didn't need that this one. So that was nope. great. Nope. Yep. No gore void. No, no gore void at all. <laughs> Time for music. Oh, the music. Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, Jamie, we had a dance of horror in this one. I know. I notated that one. <laughs> Proud of you. I smiled. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> I'm starting a Dances of Horror um, reel on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, um, cool. Where I'm, just ta I'm taking the clips of dances and putting them nice. up. Just the nice. dance alone. And yeah, it makes me happy. So mm -hmm. we have the Dances of Horror. I can add to that. Um, but as far as music goes, you know, the only thing that I really paid attention to was the angel chorus as the daughter discovers her family in the body bags and the black car leaves her behind. It was so eerie and just perfect. Yeah, I notated that too, like the chanty kind of sounds, like choir kind of, like voices kind of sounds, eeriness. Mm -hmm. um, then I also wrote that um, I love when Marion like sings her Christmas song, like all in shock. I think it was Jingle Bells, oh, um, but she's yes. all in shock and she sings it. So I just wrote, uh, jingle shock um and i liked that and then i wrote rock and song in the beginning but i i don't remember it completely well um looking back at it but i wrote rock and song at the beginning so <laughs> yeah man i loved our music in this and i didn't make music notes um i should have i, I left it out but our composer was greg DeBells, and he also composed the movie La Bamba. Actually, he was a oh. performer in that one. Oh, okay. Um, Tales from the Crypt is on his credits. And of course, we know we loved us some crypts. He did the Sabrina the Teenage Witch movie. Okay. Um, you know, from 1996, the precursor mm -hmm. to the show. Uh, so, yeah, we have a lot of great things in his composing credits that really just made me smile and brought me back. So, I loved it. I loved it. And again, unlike some of the other movies we've talked about, this one did not, the music did not pull you out of what was going on on the screen. Very important. Yep. Definitely not. Yep. What was the movie where it was Christmas? The movie where you said that the music was just so distracting to what was happening. It was last year. What was it? I know. I'm trying to remember what it was where I remember like the music was kind of cartoony, I feel like. And I was like, I got distracted by the music. I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, Gosh. it was cartoony and it did not fit with what was going on at all. Unlike yes. with Halloween 5 when the music got cartoony with the cops, but it fit with what was happening. Because no, it was this intentional. Was like, wait, this was not wait. intentional. <laughs> no, not at all. So this did not have that. So it was great. It was perfect. Loved it. It was awesome. Agreed. Okay. Aging. Stand the test of time. <laughs> okay. So can I tell you something really funny? Yeah. <sighs> I think this movie is pretty timeless and this is why. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know why, but I was under the impression that this was a new movie. Yeah. Jesse, you too? Okay, so the, the hints of Marion's clothes and her frosty makeup didn't make me think this was an old movie because I'm not up to date on new trends at all. So as far as I know, this could be like a thing again, right? 
So I was under the impression watching this movie that this was within five years old. Okay. Yeah. And I, yes. Jesse agrees. Okay. So that was insane. And when I looked at it and I saw that this was 19 years old, I was like, wait, what? Other things that make this movie timeless. They're driving an old car. There's very yeah. generic fashion with all the others, mm -hmm. right? Um, they're in the wilderness. So we don't have a bunch of cars around. We don't have buildings. Um, we only see the cell phone twice for a second. Yeah. And that's always a thing that ages the movie. And by the way, Lynn Shay and Ray Wise have looked the same for 20 years. I also realized that. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, Ray and Lynn have not aged, it seems like. At they've, all. They've looked as they look in this movie. Like, yes. they still look that way. Yes. Um, no, um, you you actually have a really good point. There was only little tiny clues that if you're – you'd only catch them if you're really kind of paying attention. Like, the cell phone, like you said, you only see it for, for a couple times. You really don't see it too much. And then the frostiness in her clothes, that is a very subtle detail that if you're watching the rest of the movie and just engaged in it, you might not even catch it. Exactly. So I think this movie is timeless. The The film quality is good. It's not grainy like like it, the older movies, and it's not yeah. too darn polished like the newer ones where it's yeah. all it's super sharp. It's just, it's perfect as far as aging goes. This one is going to have a great shelf life. That's my opinion. It's, what do you think? Anything else? I was I was just gonna uh, jump in and say like I so glad that you mentioned that because I had that when I went to go watch the movie I had that exact thought that I'm like oh my god this was in 2003 when I saw it because I thought it was set in like like the early 2000s or or whatnot with with their references <laughs> oh. I thought I literally thought that they were just being like oh because the guy that the kid has a playboy you know and and not you know and 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 uh and like he's like we got the flip phone it's like oh it's a flip phone and playboy and she said playstation so it's like okay we're talking like late 90s early 2000s that's when it was set it's a simple movie but i didn't realize it was actually set and it was like present day i'm like holy shit so yeah everything to what you said summer but that was my exact thought when i was watching it oh i'm glad i'm not the only one that thought that because i didn't look at the date going into it i found the movie i saw it had lynn shea in it so i knew it was the correct movie that i was watching and mm -hmm. i just watched it and then when i was going back to do my homework i was like wait this was 20 years ago yeah what <laughs> no it looks good like no that's a really good point i there isn't a lot that ages it yeah so i think it's gonna stand the test of time as alex said <laughs> do you have anything else to add on to that no i don't think so mm -mm. awesome okay twist it's too late Kruger. i know the secret now There's oh man twists. let me ask you the big twist i said oh they so dead um did did you know? Did you see it? Did you know? You know, um, I it made sense when it happened, but I didn't necessarily know. I didn't. It got me. Um, I definitely knew that there was something paranormal about mm -hmm. the situation that they ran. And so, like, looking back at it after you get that reveal, it's like, oh, okay, that's starting to make some sense where you have the black car and the people inside and the way that the road looked and 
they're on this road and they can't get off. It's like limbo, you know? Yep. Um, but no, I, I, I didn't see it until I saw it. What about you? I definitely saw it, but that was the only twist I saw. All the other stuff that happens, I was like, wait, what? Um, <sighs> I, I knew it right away. I guessed it right away because the same scenario has been done a lot mm-hmm. um oh, yeah camp- campfire tales is one where they have an accident on the road and it turns out they're all dead mm-hmm. and they're still living on telling stro- ghost stories around the campfire um as if nothing ever happened so i immediately thought that when i saw the near car crash is what we thought and then things started happening I said oh they died in that crash i also thought of room six with christine taylor and jerry o'connell same situation she has a car crash and then continues to live this this paranormal scenario of a life Mm -hmm. and she's really just dying there and then Mm -hmm. all the people in this scenario are you know people that are around her in that crash setting Mm -hmm. so those two movies i thought immediately i guess the twist immediately the other twists though nope not at all and it made me very happy (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Take it away, girl. All right. Well, Ray is hot. Um, That's not well, a twist. That is a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact, Jack. Um, okay. <laughs> the boyfriend's going to propose. She's going to break up with him. Oh, man. That was, like, rough. I know. I was like, oh, ouch. And then um, Marcotte isn't on the map. What? Um, and then Prego. Um, <laughs> Marion is Prego. Um Richard isn't his son. Yikes. Um, he had an affair? Wait, there's people slash ghosts in the woods? Alan, who slept with Lynn Shay, and that's his dad. Um, he's actually the dad's friend and asked him for advice on the affair with his wife. Um, I hope that all made sense right there. Okay. And then, of course, you know, they crashed and um, Marcotte is the doctor. It's not a place. It's the doctor. Um, and then the doctor gets in with our, with our Valentine, um, our man in black, um, in the car. Yep. Let's see here. Oh, you, you left out the, the greatest oh. one of all. I have another one too. You go though. Okay. I'm sure, sh- I'm sure this is your other one. Oh, but the note exists. So it all really mm-hmm. did happen in some alternate universe, huh? Yep. I wrote that. I was like, oh, the guys do find the list. So dead really, or not right so really what was happening all that time and yeah. i loved that part of the movie i did um, gives you the double twist there yeah oh i also loved our little hint of the black car when you know the black car leaves her behind and you know he's not here for you mm-hmm. so it's like oh and it also made me realize that the black car was taking them away, like probably in the order that they died in real time on the road. Mm-hmm. Right? Probably. Yeah. No, it was so good. I mean, I was like, damn, especially that note part in the end. I was like, wait, I what? I yeah. know. And then just like all the all the family drama that comes out, you know, where you're like, oh, no. shit. <laughs> She's just like, because he wasn't your son. And it's like what and then it's like he talks about alan where he's like alan told me that he was in love with a married woman and asked me about it and i told him life's short or whatever go for it and it's his wife 
Yeah. Not good. Betrayal. Oh, the betrayal. <laughs> but Alan did step out of the picture gracefully, never showed up yep. again. So yep. it's not like he kept continuing to try to pursue. Yeah. So there was that. Did Alan even know that he had a kid? I wonder that. I know. You know? Maybe or... he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he always wondered in his mind, you yeah. know, if he's like, is that kid mine? Yeah. Or did is that he my even... kid? Or did she? Did he even know that she was pregnant to begin with? Like, did yeah. he disappear before all that? Mm. Yeah, the family drama. Oh my gosh. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The the note was the biggest twist of all for me, though. Like, all I while I guessed, you know, that their dead twist right off the bat. I thought that that was all there was going to be to it. Yeah, they're exactly. Dead. Was all Didn't you get the little the double delusion. twist, and then yeah, the double twist. I was like, wait, it all happened. He made a note. He made a list. Mm -hmm. They had this conversation about her being pregnant. Oh, yep, my God. There's the list. What? Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. So that made me go, what? Okay. <sighs> Very twisty movie. So good. Very twisty. <laughs> <sighs> Love it. Love it. Pacing. What are you waiting for, huh? What are you waiting for? Oh, this movie is 85 minutes, and we know I love me an 80-minute runtime. It is great. Anyway, what do you got on that? Yeah, I thought the pacing was good. You know, um, it's, uh, it's, you know, sitting in a car for, like, that amount of time, it can, it can drag on, I feel like, in a movie. But I feel like they did a good job of keeping it, like, keeping it going. The dialogue mm -hmm. was good. Like, the little reveals of kind of stuff that you're getting throughout the movie keeps it interesting. So I never really lost my focus or anything on this one. And it would be easy to because just following yeah. people in a car for a lot of the movie, not all of it, obviously, but for a lot of it. It was perfect. They when you started when things started to slow down, they threw something in to pull you back in. If you were starting to to think about something else, it really kept yeah. my attention. And that's very rare on a movie because I'm very like shiny thing over here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, so good um, Jamie do you have any taglines oh I do taglines <laughs> uh, so this one only gives us one tagline but it's a good one you know I think it's alright um, our tagline for this movie is read the signs oh I mean it's telling you right away you better pay attention. Uh-huh. It's telling mm. you. You yep. watch the screen. Read those signs that pop up. It's love not it. what you think it is. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Okay. Scary. <laughs> okay. So um, I have always been scared of being lost or stranded. So that part was pretty frightening to me. This is why I don't like take road trips. This is why I certainly don't like going out into the middle of nowhere. If I do take a road trip, I would really prefer to stay in a city setting where if something happens, there is help available. We've talked about this before. Um, and movies like this, they really make me scared of like being dead and never knowing it. Like, what if we're all dead right now? <gasps> Plot twist. Yes, and my last scary, I, I maybe it should have been under twist, is I just said, I don't know what I was thinking. Mission to Marcotte? I, I don't know. 
<laughs> I just wrote that oh, under scary, well, they, and I don't know they why. They have a mission to Marcotte. They're yeah. trying to find this fucking place. It doesn't fit in scary. I have no idea why I put that there, but that's what I wrote, so there must have been a reason at some point. What? Well, as somebody who road trips, I will say it is scary when you think, like, you're in the middle of nowhere, right? And you're like, God, I need a bathroom, or, like, we need gas, or whatever it is, and, like, no signs show up, and you're like... Yeah. Please let there be a sign soon. Please let there be somewhere where we can turn soon and like get off this road. Yeah. Did, did, did you want us? Did you want us to translate for you? Yes. <laughs> there we go. Nice and quiet. Um, <laughs> um, no, I. Um, oh, do you know what it could be? Because and, and this is me possibly trying to like wiretap into your brain. Um, yes, please. <laughs> could it possibly be? That the first time you see the flash of the Marcotte sign and then like they stop on the side of the road for one of the reasons and and then the dad is like convinced like we're got to keep going forward because I kept noting in the movie and I'll get to that the rest of it later that like just turn around like why why don't just just turn the fuck around <laughs> like it was driving me crazy and so and so like I've, I I maybe mission to Marcotte was. You seeing that part and being where he's like, he's like, nope, we're going to keep going because I saw a sign for Marcotte and Marcotte is blah, 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 whatever he made up, you know, and so on. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Better yeah. than what I have, which is nothing. No clues <laughs> at all to what the hell is summer talking about. I, well, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Jamie, what you got for scary? Um, like I said earlier, um, as somebody who like suffers from night blindness, um, mm -hmm. being on the road at night is kind of scary for me. Um, I, you know, I I get scared of um, falling asleep at the wheel. It's happened to me before, just once where I dozed off, you know, on the interstate, and it's like, uh, that's a scary feeling. Um, so all those scenes where you were just getting like the little bit of mm -hmm. light from the headlights and it's dark and they take turns, you know, that was a little scary to me just because I've seen that. I've seen that vision. <laughs> you have that perspective in real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Story. Tell us the story. What story? Yours. I love the legend of the lost schoolgirl story that they told. It's like story in a story. It was good. Yeah, definitely. You got anything else to add on story besides Barbara Rose? Um, no, I just um, I, I liked the story. I thought it was different. Like I said, for like a Christmas movie, and it was like a little bit of a different kind of take on it. Different Christmas movie than we've been, you know, watching. Um, mm -hmm. so I appreciated that and. Yeah, I liked the story. It was full of fun twists and, you know, even if you expected the, even if you figured out early, I could see how people could, that they, they were dead the whole time. It's still like a fun ride and like the reveals that you get along the way are still really interesting and like unexpected. So it surprised me. It definitely did. I, I, I loved the cast and I like small like cast and like mm -hmm. that. Um, and I like that, you know, they're really in only a couple settings, the car and the woods, right? Yep. Um, in the hospital, yeah. if you go towards the end, that's it. Right, right. Um, and so uh, all of those things being said, I still was like, eh, it's probably going to be like, okay. But it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Surprised me. Yeah, man. It definitely was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, mm -hmm. I loved our story. As I said, you know, I knew what was going on 
in the main twist, but all the little twists, like you said, you get along the way. Oh, it's just genius. Genius. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, so good. I'm so, I'm so thrilled that this movie is in my life now. Just, yeah. I can't quit thinking about it. I told all my coworkers about it last night at work too. Yay. I said, dude, I just saw this new horror Christmas movie. It's old, but it's new to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so good. And I yeah. couldn't stop talking about it. I was so excited to record this episode today because I, oh, I couldn't contain it. And I couldn't talk about it with you because we haven't yeah. recorded it yet. But now uh, I can. I'm so glad that we have like a new uh, Christmas horror to add to our rotation because it's new for both of us. So it's really fun when we find one that we both haven't seen and we both really like it. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy this one on DVD to add to my big box of Christmas movies. For sure. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Overall movie rating. I don't like The Greasy Strangler. I've watched it three times. <laughs> yeah. Still true. Um, <laughs> um, since this was your pick... Well, you go first, what you got. Okay. I mean, like, this one is a really solid movie. Um, again, first time watch. Um, so we'll see how it, like, grows or fades for me over time. I think it'll grow. But um, I would say I'm going to give this one, like, a solid seven. I good. Agree. I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll rewatch it probably, like, each season. I'll probably throw it in at some point. Um, so yeah, a seven for me, a solid seven, no little extras, you know, but solid seven. Yeah. And you know, this movie, while it is a Christmas movie, it's not over the top Christmas. So you could even watch this one in the summertime or in February. It Probably. mentions Christmas, but it's not super festive where you know that this is only a Christmas movie. Yep. So, you could probably watch it for Thanksgiving too. It's just like a family yeah. traveling for the holiday. You Basically. Know. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to actually go a little higher than you. I, I know. And you know, guys, you know, I'm stingy with my ratings. So this is a big deal. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving this one an eight and a black car. Ooh. And maybe a magic Steve, you know, thrown in there. So, I mean, I genuinely love this film and i'm so glad that i saw it and i can't wait to watch it again i'm telling everybody i know about it um which is very difficult because you can't give away any of the twists no, either <laughs> so <laughs> i am so thrilled that that i saw this movie and love this movie and yeah eight in a black car in a magic steve for sure nice hell yeah <laughs> yeah man you know i don't give a lot of eights out i'm pretty stingy so mm -hmm. yep okay yes, jesse jesse well, well i was gonna say since i did actually uh watch the whole movie i had um i had i had five five real quick bullet point thoughts that i'll skip to the end i did really like it i'll give i'll give the rating out like i i i'm right up there with summer i'll give it like an eight with like a disembodied ear i thought it was pretty damn i thought it was pretty damn good i'm not the biggest fan of the it's all it was all a dream you know plot twist mm -hmm. um but with that said I was so focused on just like what am I watching that it I wasn't I <laughs> wasn't doing a barrel roll out of the car exactly yeah. so I was just paying so I wasn't really paying attention to like the very obvious like yeah everything's weird because very obvious they're dead so, yeah exactly yeah. 
So, um, so it, the movie absolutely redeemed itself. But when I was still angry at the movie, that's why I had to yeah. set all that up. When I was still angry at the movie, these are some of the things that I was yelling. So I said, um, I, said I was like, yeah, you know, family Christmas trips make me uncontrollably horny too. Yes. Um, I put, um, <laughs> I put, um, hey, Brad, get, glad to get to know you for two minutes. Hope that engagement ring wasn't too expensive. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't realize military bases were not on maps. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, True. whenever yeah. I whenever I see that something icky is getting spilled on me, I too like to get make sure that I get much of it uh, as much of it on my face as possible, and um, <laughs> and then uh, and then my uh, my final one I have to do in the voice. This is what I said. I was like, uh, I know everything about this dead and or unconscious family, and I like giving my diagnosis while exiting the hospital because I'm Doctor Badass. Now give me a ride in your sexy black car. <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't too Pretty long, much, I mean that could be our episode title if it wasn't so long. <laughs> I'm Doctor Badass. Now give me a ride in your sexy black car. <laughs> there yeah, we go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> love it oh, that's so good jesse i'm so glad you got to be introduced to this and you were inspired to actually watch it in know, real time too. as you were working because that doesn't ever really happen like you might go back and watch it later but you never drop what you're doing and start watching the movie right i usually so don't have really the time our homework on yeah i usually don't have the time to but i got up extra early um and we were recording an hour later than normal so i um had the time so i was like oh you know i i could still watch this and still get the lines so fuck it let's just and do it's it. a short enough movie to to get yeah, it done exactly. absolutely awesome okay fun facts that's the fact jack that's the fact jack i only have one okay Ooh. and that is uh this movie according to the internet was a hit on the home media platforms back then earning 77 million dollars in dvd sales 77 million? That's what the internet says. Wow. Uh, could, be, could not be true, of course. And, you know, I mean, also put this in perspective. 77 million 20 years ago. Yeah. For uh, for a direct, direct to DVD, direct to streaming kind of release mm -hmm. at that. And an mm -hmm. independent film. So mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah pretty terrific so yeah that's the only fact i have again internet might not be true i hope it is though because i loved it so now i have some shout outs <laughs> first we have to shout out our patreons of course john mike daryl and bill and there was much rejoicing <laughs> Oh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for your support every week. And also thank you to all you listeners for your support. Not just our Patreons. We love everybody. Um, we need to shout out our artist, Clark. So what are you, an artist or something? These are rather good. They're very good, actually. Oh, he's magic. He's magic. Of course. So magic. Yeah. Um, also, author, David O'Hanlon. What's that book about? Oh, this is something special. And his Babysitter Massacre series. Man, we love you. You're awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And last but not least, of course, we need to shout out whoever recommended this movie to Jamie to recommend to us to do this year. Please speak up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> speak up. 
Who are yep. you? Identify yourself <laughs> so sure. I can hug you. <laughs> and send a virtual hug for me. Yes. <laughs> and of course, now we need to bring on producer Jesse, who watched this movie. Yay! Watched the movie, yes. Yeah, it's exactly. You you listener out there, um, you inspired me to watch the damn movie. So there you go. If that's uh, not enough of an endorsement, I don't know what is. But uh, yeah, it was Drop really everything good. and watch the movie. That's what good. Jesse did. He yeah. doesn't do that. This was the first time that I ever just said, no, I need to know what's happening while you're talking about it because I can't be left in the dark with what I witnessed to like what, what explained it. So, and I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. As always, you know, these are, uh, it's great to edit these episodes and good to be inspired to watch them sometimes as the movies that I'm editing. And it's a special thanks to all of you listeners out there for being able to do this. And thank you for all of your tremendous support. And just to point out that all of our Dolls of Horror goodness can be found at thedollsofhorror.com, including episodes, interviews, and merchandise. And speaking of social medias, you can follow us on the Facebook and Instagram at the Dolls of Horror and Twitter at just Dolls of Horror. And if you prefer email and want to reach out, say hi, give some feedback or even some movie suggestions, you can at the Dolls of Horror at Yahoo.com. And if you're willing and able to help support the show so that it can keep growing, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at the Dolls of Horror where you can access our entire back catalog where we have upwards of several unaired episodes at any given time. And in addition, you'll get a free Dolls of Horror t-shirt in the style of your choice, which you can check out on our website or simply follow the link in the description. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. Thank you. And that has been installment number two of our Christmas spooky season. We're half over already. What? We know. It's going by so fast. Oh, my gosh. That's so sad. Wow. But you know what? It's always spooky season for us. We know that. Oh, yeah. Yep. So what do we got next week? We got Better Watch Out, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm excited for that one, too. Oh, I can't wait to talk one. about that one. That's a great one. So make sure you go and watch Better Watch Out if you haven't, so you can stay up to date with what we're doing this year. Yeah. And girl, I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. Well, with that, I'm Summer. I'm Jamie. And you have been listening to The Dolls of Horror. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye! This has been a presentation of The Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at The Dolls of Horror, or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. I'm Dr. Badass. Now give me a ride in your sexy black car. <laughs> But um, and it was good to it's good, like, as always, to be able to make these episodes as usual. I'm totally going to edit that. Um, but it's uh, good, as always, to make these episodes. And um, especially <laughs> <Kevin> <laughs> come on, Jesse, get it together. You got this. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, too bad Clark's not here right now. Right. I, know. I know. I know. Well, because you because you you were doing you did that. You did that thing with your just like, all right, Jesse's going to do his thing. And then and then he stopped. <laughs> And like, oh, he stopped up. Oh. And then, uh, anyway, so <laughs> I'm twirling is... my hair. I'm literally twirling the strand of hair twirling that came hair. out from loose from my headphones. So I'm just tw been twirling it for half an hour. <laughs>
And now, now watch out! Watch how smooth this uh, is all going to sound after the fact. You're going to remember that we had this big, huge car crash right before I gave the pitch, and you're going to be like, "Holy shit, that's all gone!" See what you did there. <laughs> well, yeah, no, as as always, you know, these are uh, it's great to edit these episodes and good to be inspired to watch them sometimes. Uh, the movies that I'm editing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There, Scooby Doo! Like, let's not do that. <laughs>